You're cruising down the highway, windows rolled down, tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more, all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Visit now. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD, to 65532. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, September 25th, 2023. Stand up for your country. Enormous corruption right now in the USA. I think pretty much everybody knows it, some won't admit it, but almost every day we see corruption right in front of us. And it's a three-tiered situation. The Justice Department, politicians, not all, but enough, and the media. All three have real problems with corruption. And we're going to look at the media now, and that's the Talking Points memo this evening. So Americans can no longer get accurate information about their country or the world. Okay? It used to be, and I'm not going to give a history lesson here, but the founding fathers, many of whom despised the press, like Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, they knew there had to be vehicles to get information to the voters. And that's why the press has special privileges in the Constitution. Okay? But what happened was the big corporations, Disney, Comcast, Warner, Fox, took over the television media and 
the newspapers were also dominated by corporate entities, almost all of whom are liberal. Fox is the exception. Now, last week, Rupert Murdoch, the chairman of Fox News, announced he was going to resign. All right, he's 92 years old. Almost immediately, CNN launched into its propaganda mode. Okay? It ran a primetime montage of sound from Fox News to prove FNC is racist. Roll the tape. Maybe uh, tomorrow he says he's going to transition to a, a woman. Better yet, maybe a black woman. Maybe <laughs> even better, uh, a half black, half uh, Pacific Islander. Something like that. Slaves that worked there were well fed and had decent lodgings provided by the government. Slaves who worked there were well fed and had decent lodgings provided by the government. It sounds like I'm soft on slavery, correct? Okay. So that soundbite, 2016, was based on a speech by Michelle Obama where she was explaining that slaves built the White House. Here's my soundbite in entirety. Go. Finally tonight. Factor tip of the day, as we mentioned Talking Points memo, Michelle Obama referenced slaves building the White House and referring to the evolution of America in a positive way. It was a positive comment. The history behind her remark is fascinating. Slaves that worked there were well fed and had decent lodgings provided by the government, which stopped hiring slave labor in 1802. However, the feds did not forbid subcontractors from using slave labor. So Michelle Obama is essentially correct in citing slaves as builders of the White House, but there were others working as well. That sound like I justified slavery to you? So CNN took eight seconds out of a 40-second soundbite to try to convince its audience that I am a racist, that I justify slavery. Does it get any lower than that? Does it? So I contacted my attorneys, who are excellent. They wrote a letter to the CEO of CNN, David Zaslav, Z-A-S-L-A-V, and said, we need an apology and we need it quick. Okay? So, CNN's top attorney got back a few hours ago and says, we will have a response. I await it. Okay. Now, if I were to sue CNN, I would win because they obviously defamed me. And they did it on purpose, with malice. They had the full sound cut, and they just ran a part that would indicate something false about me. But I'd have to show damages uh, to get any money, and it would take three years and millions of dollars. I'd have to pay millions of dollars to my attorneys and court costs to get the thing in a position where I'd win, but I wouldn't win because the 
judge would go or the jury, well, O'Reilly's successful. It didn't really damage him, but it did damage me. Okay. I mean, this is the kind of propaganda that CNN puts out every day, every day. So I'm awaiting its response and I will report it to you. And it's not, I'm not trying to make myself a martyr or a victim here. I'm a big boy. I can take care of myself. Okay. But these news, corporate news agencies do this all the time. Almost every day they do it. And most people can't afford to take them on. So they're smeared and slimed, particularly if you're a conservative or a traditional person. So this is corruption. CNN is worldwide. It goes all over the world. And somebody doesn't know me, sees me walking down, oh, look at the racist. He's a racist. He justified slavery. And I did the exact opposite and put Michelle Obama's uh, remarks into the proper historical context, which is what we do. I'm telling you, you know, it's so disturbing for me to watch this because I've been in this business almost 50 years now to see how drastically this whole thing has declined. And uh, I'm speaking with uh, Tucker Carlson tonight. We're taping the interview in Manhattan for Killing the Witches. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later. And I, I think that's going to come up. The me- It has to come up. I mean, the media in general, what the deuce is going on here? And again, it comes into your home and your life because voters can't find out what the truth is any longer. You can't. And that's the memo. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com bill. For more details, see ahs.com contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. 
Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. All right, Joe Biden's schedule. He had a couple of meetings uh, today. That was nice. One with the Pacific Islander people, and he got a post for family with them, family photo. Excellent. And then he uh, met with a board of advisors on historically black colleges and universities. That's very nice. He didn't do anything about the border. He didn't do anything about inflation. Didn't do anything about the economy. Uh, didn't do anything about violent crime. Didn't do anything about fentanyl pouring in. Uh, but he had meetings. He had a lot of meetings. Now, on Friday, um, the White House announced that there's uh, a new uh, committee or something headed by Vice President Harris, and it's to prevent gun violence. It's a whole brand new thing. I write about it in the message of the day on BillOReilly.com, okay, which I hope when you get up every morning, it's one of the things that you do. Check in. You don't have to be a member. You don't have to be anything like that. Okay? Just, and I'm going, you know, hey, this is a new office. So here is President Biden announcing What's going on? Go. After every mass shooting, we hear a simple message. The same message all over the country. I've been to every mass shooting. Do something. So, of course, uh, President Biden hasn't been to every mass shooting. He's been to one this year. There have been 506 mass shootings so far in 2023. And President Biden visited the site of one. But he said he's been to every one. So again, it comes back to what I was telling you. He's not lying. He doesn't know what he's saying. That he went off the teleprompter there. They don't write that for him. I've been to every one of them. No human being, particularly the president of any country, would make such an outlandish statement if he or she actually knew what the words were coming out of their mouths. He doesn't know. Now, I know some of you disagree, but it just logically, it's just incredible. Anyway, the White House was asked about, uh, you know, and they have no comment. Shocking poll. The left doesn't know what to do about this. ABC News, Washington Post poll. All right. Democrats, 25. Republicans, 25. Independents. 42. This time last year would have been Democrats 45, Republicans 25. But thanks to us, embarrassed all these polling agencies, now it's fair. First question, if the 24 presidential election were held today, who would you vote for? Trump 51 percent, Biden 42. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Second question, do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden's handling his job? Approved 37, disapproved 56. No opinion, seven. <laughs> Next question. Would you like the Democrats to nominate Biden? Uh, 33, yes. Nominate someone else, 62. Not good. <laughs> Final question. Would you like the Republican Party to nominate <clears throat> somebody else or keep Donald Trump? 
Trump 54, DeSantis 15, Haley 7, Pence 6, Scott 4, Christie 3, Ramaswamy 3. Now, that shot, that's, again, ABC News, Washington Post. And both news organizations are favorable to the Democratic Party. ABC, not like the Washington Post. The Washington Post are zealots. I mean, they're, they're in business with them. ABC leans, but they're not crazy. So Larry Sabato, remember that name? I used him a lot on a factor. Uh, He's a pollster. He works at the University of Virginia. He issued a statement, quote, ignore the Washington Post ABC poll. It's ridiculous outlier. Trump up 10 over Biden laughable. My question, how could you even publish a poll so absurd on its face? will be a lingering embarrassment to you, unquote, to you meaning the Washington Post, ABC News. This is Larry Sabato saying this. So I told you, <clears throat> excuse me, that Sabato is now thrown in with the far left. And I, I told you that in the last election cycle, because it's easy to see. All right. So Sabato's furious about this. And I asked myself, look, we got to back up that my opinion is that Sabato is a leftist. So found an interesting soundbite. He teaches, as I said, at the University of Virginia in Charlottesville. He went to the rally where Trump said, there are good people at both sides. Remember that Charlottesville rally? Okay. What Trump was talking about was the statues, whether they should stay or go. But Sabato and others made it about, Trump was saying there were good people on the Nazi side. And then the January 6th thing, too. Let's roll Sabato. First Charlottesville in 2017, which I'm familiar with because I watched it, uh, and uh, January 6th, 2021, when President Trump himself, using Twitter, encouraged his followers to come and said, it will be wild. So Sabato doesn't like Trump. All right. And now he's getting nervous as is the Democratic establishment. They're getting nervous. Now, what do I think about the poll? I don't think the poll reflects where we are right now in America. However, Biden is trending down. The more we see the soundbite I just showed you and his sons and the Justice Department and the corruption and the migrants and the inflation, He's trending down and fast. 10, that's, it could be. It doesn't match the other polling, but I think it might. I think you're going to see a real fast downside to Biden, and then he will submit his resignation for health reasons. That's my prediction. Okay, here's an interesting story. I think I'm the only one who got it. So there's a debate on Wednesday. All right, and on Thursday, we'll have our analysis of the debate. It's a Republican debate. DeSantis, Pence, Haley, Scott, Ramaswamy, Christie. California, Simi Valley, north of L.A. Okay, Trump not going, doesn't need to go. All right, but guess who's going on the Democratic side to be the person who replies to the debate. Gavin Newsom, governor of California. Whoa! Now, he's supposed to be Biden's rival. 
right? But the Biden campaign is sending him to Simi Valley for the debate. So that tells me a deal has been made between Newsom and the Biden administration. Newsom, as he said last week, isn't running and is supporting Joe. Okay, that came out last week. But if Joe goes, the Biden administration's going to support Newsom, I think. That's what this tells me. All right, the migration chaos. So, it's not only here in America. France has now beefed up their army on the border with Italy to stop migrants coming from Italy into France. Italy is considering using its navy to blockade Tunisia and Libya, where African migrants are coming, getting on boats and coming to Italy. The order has not been issued, but it's being considered. Pope Francis doesn't like this at all. So he goes to France and he says, uh, an ample number of legal and regular entrances of migrants, with emphasis on accepting those fleeing war, hunger, and poverty, rather than on preservation of one's own well-being. Okay? So he's basically saying, you got to accept everybody from these terrible countries who, and they are terrible, a lot of them, war, violence, famine, poverty. Pope Francis said, look, don't stop them. you got to commit. Theologically, he's correct. That's the message of Christianity. You have to help the downtrodden. But public policy-wise, rendering to Caesar, in the words of Jesus, the Pope is so far off, it's stunning. Because the people who live in America and in France and Italy and every developed country are suffering with the wave of millions of people coming in who must be supported by the tax dollars of those people. El Paso, Texas is being torn to pieces. Here's the mayor. If you look over there, we're looking at well over 2,000 looking to come into the United States right now. So we, um, we are working with uh, a lot of our partners today, but uh, I've been talking about the last couple of days that uh, the city of El Paso only has so many resources, and we have come to what we look at a breaking point right now. New York City. Is there going to be riots in New York? There's nowhere to put the hundreds of thousands of, of migrants coming up here. There's nowhere to educate them. There's nowhere to, there's not enough emergency rooms for them. So the Pope, and don't give me the Pope, he's a humble man. He doesn't even live in the Vatican. He lives in an apartment. He's not one of these Popes that's flashing all this stuff. But he's a liberation theologian. Okay? He doesn't really grasp, all right? the morality that it takes to run a country like the United States, where all citizens have to be considered. 
not just the migrants. If we could wave a magic wand and make life better for the migrants, we would do it. But you don't destroy an infrastructure when you cannot support, can't. Unbelievable story. Senator Bob Menendez, Democrat, New Jersey, second time charged with corruption. Uh, He says he didn't do it. He says he's going to be acquitted, but he's going to trial. This is the Justice Department. This is Merrick Garland after him. He's entitled to due process, but not entitled to due process, according to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Go. The situation is uh, quite unfortunate, but I do believe that it is in the best interests uh, for Senator Menendez to resign in this moment. As you mentioned, consistency matters. It shouldn't matter whether it's a Republican or a Democrat. Yeah, it shouldn't matter. If you're confused, you got to go. If confused, if you're accused, confused, sorry, if you're accused, according to Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, you got to go. And if you're accused of anything, you got to go. That's cancel culture. That's the witch hunt. Accusation. That Menendez, you got to go, Bob. Second time. Now, the first time, Menendez uh, was charged with receiving gifts and 660000 in campaign contributions from a guy in Florida. It was a mistrial. And the government didn't retry. So Bob got off, stayed in the Senate. Bob says he's going to run again. Look, Robert Menendez, the worst. I'm not sticking up for him. The worst. But I'm not convicting him without a trial. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. The American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. 
For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com slash Bill. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash B-I-L-L. All right, back to Gavin Newsom. So he vetoes a bill in California that would require a judge in child custody matters to take into account the child's gender identity and how the parents see that. It's insane. Newsom knows that parents, particularly independent and Republican parents, are had it with getting this trans business shoved down their children's throats and now bringing it into divorce court. So Newsom vetoes the bill. Again, you're never going to hear this anywhere else. Because Newsom knows if he wants to run for president, he can't stick up for this. All right, you know, in Virginia, okay, Yunkin, the governor, got elected on this. And it's going to be a campaign issue in 24. So there is a new book called Hide Your Children, exposing the Marxists behind the attack on America's kids. The author is Liz Wheeler. You may see her on the first TV, the primetime show, and she joins us now. So, Marxists, gotta give me the connection between the commies and the indoctrination of children. Hi, Bill. Thanks so much for having me on the show today. You know, this is one of the most common questions that I've been getting about my book. It's why I put the word Marxist in the title, because I think as Republicans, as conservatives, it's very important that we acknowledge the reality of the political enemy that we're facing, because if we don't, then we won't fight well against them. We'll lose. I don't want to lose. I don't think anybody watching your program wants to lose. So the connection is this. A lot of people, when they think of Marxism, think of Karl Marx, you know, the Communist Manifesto, this, this economic Marxism, where the working class is supposed to be discontented with capitalism. They're supposed to overthrow the ruling class and thus usher in communism or Marxism. People say, well, is that what you're talking about, Liz? Is that what's in this book? Well, Bill, let me tell you, when I dived into the research for this book, what I found is that Karl Marx's version of Marxism kind of went out of fashion. He had envisioned a global Marxist revolution and it, it didn't happen. It never really came to fruition. But then we have an Italian Marxist by the name of Antonio Gramsci, who's actually the co-founder of the Italian Communist Party. He was in prison in fascist Italy and he was studying Marxism. And he began to recognize that where there had been successful Marxist revolutions, it wasn't because the working class was economically discontented. It was because the Marxists had undermined, subverted, captured the civil institutions, which means the cultural institutions on which the working class rely. And Gramsci named, among others, the media the education system, religion, the law, and the nuclear family. So if you look at what's happening in our country today, we're seeing all of these things. The media is captured. The education system is just indoctrination. Sadly, religious institutions have been corrupted. The law, I mean, Black Lives Matter is doing their best to destroy that. And the nuclear family is under constant assault. Once you see this connection, even if it's to an idea that came from men who lived long before we did, it's hard to unsee it because we're watching it play out before our very eyes. Okay. There are radical teachers and there are activists in public schools. 
not too many in private schools, which is why I sent my kids to private school. They're there, but they're not the majority. Okay, the majority of public school teachers and administrators are good, decent human beings who don't want Marxism or anything else like that imposed on the children. So I'm not sure how big a problem the Marxist connection to try to get the children to think a certain way is. How big a problem to you is it? Well, well, let me explain it this way. So the word woke or the idea of wokeness, we're pretty familiar with that. We've, we've said it a lot. We've heard it a lot in the last year. A lot of conservatives aren't necessarily able to define it. They recognize it like, oh, critical race theory, that's, that's woke or trans ideology, that's woke. But they don't know its origin. So what I did in this book is I traced the origin of the word woke back to a Brazilian Marxist by the name of Paulo Freire, who contended that in the education system, when teachers impart knowledge, they're not imparting reality or truth or fact. They are instead just indoctrinating children with the prevailing political narrative. So Freire proposed this idea that instead of teaching children facts and knowledge, we instead teach them how to think, how to okay, view but, the but world. Okay, but how many of those- critical wait, wait, consciousness. Wait, wait. Liz. No. Yes. Listen to this, because it's right in our classrooms. Yes. It exists, particularly in places like San Francisco and L.A. and New York City with the teachers unions, all of which are far left progressive. It exists, but I'm not sure how big a problem it is. Now, DeSantis took care of it in Florida by passing laws that you couldn't have certain materials presented to children at certain ages, which I support that law. Okay, but I'm not sure, uh, it's not, a, I'm not undermining your book. The research is fascinating about how the whole thing came about. I think the media is much more of a danger in this area than the school system is. Would I be wrong? I think so, with all due respect, because when I describe this critical consciousness that Paulo Freire was talking about, he was talking about teaching children to view the world through a Marxist worldview, to put people in a demographic either as an oppressor or as oppressed. And this, this worldview, this critical consciousness, it exists in every single classroom in our country under the heading of social emotional learning. I'm sure you've heard about it. It's disguised as just being values education, but it's teaching children to view the world through the lens of an oppressor or oppressed. I think that's incredibly dangerous. We're seeing the fruits of that. We see how many young people have turned against America, have turned against white people, are embracing critical race theory, the trans ideology even. This kind of grooming that happens in schools is effective. So you think it's all over there? You think it's- If we see the number of children- You think it's in North Dakota, you think it's all over the place that this wave of woke, and I agree with you, that's the, um, strategy to make the kid into a victim, particularly minority children. You're a victim. Don't worry about if you fail, or you don't do anything because it's society that makes you, you know, oppressed. I, I get it. But I'm not so sure, and I'm going to give you the last word on it, that this is the prevailing wisdom outside of the big urban centers. Last word. 
Well, listen, I think I had a similar experience to a lot of parents. My daughter's two and a half years old, and when she was born, my husband and I were discussing where to send her to school. I'm a big proponent of homeschooling. He wanted to send her to the local public school. And I said, you know what? I don't think we should do that. I think there's a lot of poison there in there. And he said, not in our neighborhood, though, not in our local community public school. And I think that one of the things that happened during COVID is a lot of parents, my husband included, had their eyes opened to the fact that, you know what, this is in our neighborhood because it's embedded into curriculum that teachers, even if the teachers don't adhere to this ideology or don't understand what they're propagating, they are required to teach these students. It's it's part of national standards, it's part of state standards. And Interesting. It's I, I haven't seen the textbooks uh, for a while, but I, I'm going to go look into that. So the book is uh, Liz Wheeler, Hide Your Children, Exposing the Marxists Behind the Attack on America's Kids. Liz, thanks very much. We'll see you on the first, okay? Thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. All right. Sure. Smart life. One of the keys to a happy life is learning and having fun at the same time. That has been a key to my life, all right? So I acquire a tremendous amount of knowledge, but it's fun. And that's why I wrote the Killing series and tomorrow, Killing the Witches, as we mentioned, comes into the marketplace. This is the 13th Killing book, the most successful nonfiction book series in history of all time. Nobody's topped it. 19 million copies of my books in print. And it comes out, it's really three books in one. And it's fun to read. Tremendous Halloween book, obviously. Come back to me. Um, so there's three books, all right? The first one is... We put you on the Mayflower. You take the 66-day uh, voyage from England to Cape Cod, all right? Where do you see what happened on the Mayflower? Then we plunk you down in the Massachusetts Bay Colony, where there's all kinds of chaos. And some of the people, all of whom are Puritans, religious fanatics, move up north. There wasn't any Boston yet to Salem. Okay, land is free, they get a settlement there, and they are theologically insane. So after a few decades, the witch stuff begins. And we go right through it. Boom, 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 boom. And it's grisly. Okay? So just be forewarned. It's not for 10 and 11-year-old kids. Say 13, 14 if they're bright. Then... Young Benjamin Franklin, a teenager in Boston, gets onto this witch stuff. We show you how, we take you through, and it stays with him his whole life. And he brings it into Philadelphia, where they're forging the Constitution. Where do you see the brawl between Patrick Henry, who wanted America to be a theocracy, a Christian nation, and Franklin and Jefferson and Madison? It's a brawl. And the last part of the book is modern times. Demon possession, because that's what witchcraft is all about. Demon possession. Where do you see what happened on the movie set of The Exorcist? Oh, my God. Oh, pardon the pun. So, and then I get into the witch hunt, the cancel culture, in the afterword of the book. So I can guarantee you, you will learn an enormous amount, but it's fun at the same time. Uh, going to be hard to put it down. Comes out tomorrow. We hope you'll consider. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Stay in history, September 25th, 1789. First United States Congress, the first Congress, already beaten Great Britain, adopts 12 amendments which form the Bill of Rights. So the top five were Congress should make no law respecting the establishment of religion, just what I was talking about. Well-regulated militia has to happen, so all citizens have the right to be armed. Right of the people to be secure in their homes, can't kick the door in without a warrant, and all criminal prosecutions got to have a fair trial. Okay, and finally, the power is not regulated to the federal government or the purview of the states. That was the Roe v. Wade thing. So that happened, let's see, 254 years ago today. All right, lively mail segment and a final thought about my adventure this weekend with Billy Joel. Back in a moment. Okay, let's go to the mail. We got Richard Middleman, Pasadena, California. Bill, isn't the invasion at the border caused by Biden's refusal to enforce immigration laws? Wouldn't that be enough to impeach him? Yes, the invasion is on Biden's policies. You could impeach him for not enforcing immigration law but it would never lead to a conviction in the Senate. But you could do it. Glenda Brown, Junction City, Oregon. Can Congress refuse to fund the government until the border is shut down? Next time around. Budget's already been passed. Next time around. They could do it if Republicans gain control. But if there's a Republican president, he or she, Nikki Haley, Uh, I'm going to reverse that policy. I'm positive. Gary Holt, Anchorage, Alaska. I mostly agree with uh, your column this week, Sunday column. Um, Except the last time I checked, the punishment you proposed for gun crimes is already on the books. No, it's not. Each state has its own gun laws. So Virginia is a lot different than New York. So I propose all gun crimes be federalized, like kidnapping. Because the gun situation is a threat to public safety everywhere. Emil Domus, The Villages, Florida. I fully understand why Donald Trump does not attend the debates. However, I believe the majority of American voters want to see him at the debates. He's so far ahead, it would be foolish, in my opinion. I've gone over it, Emil. I mean, I think you're right. Bates would be livelier if Trump were there. John Schmuel, Warren, Michigan. Bill, what a pleasant surprise I had today, Saturday, for uh, John. I brought in my mail, and, and there was your new book, Killing the Witches, three days before the official release date. I'm a premium member, and that's why you got it early. Premium and concierge members of BillOReilly.com get everything early. And if you become one, you get Killing the Witches free. All right? But, you know, 
membership has benefits here. Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town. Still getting a lot of letters without name in town and some good ones I want to use. You got to throw your name in town in there. Bill at BillOReilly.com. All right, Fall Madness underway, Killing the Legends, Killing the Killer, any mug of your choice, $42.95. Stock up on this, and you got all your Christmas and holiday gift giving. You get it done for a fraction of the cost. And people want this stuff. Um, and then we have, uh, I'm on Twitter, and that brings me to Tucker Carlson. So I'm going to Manhattan right after the taping, and we're going to sit down. And Carlson's going to interview me, but you know what a big mouth I am. So I'll probably be interviewing him too. It'll be back and forth. And he's doing it for X Twitter. So tomorrow, I'll be able to tell you where you can see this. And I'll tell you how it goes. Because I don't know where it's going. I mean, it's about killing the witches. I've done the book. You've got to ask me some questions about that. Um, but it should be, <clears throat> I have no idea how this is going to come out. Looking forward to it, though. Word of the day, uh, do not be a plonker. And I'm sure Tucker's not going to be a plonker. P-L-O-N-K-E-R. P-L-O-N-K-E-R. Back with a final thought in a moment. All right, here is the final thought of the day. So I go up to Boston. I told you I was going, and I didn't fly. Thank God it was a tsunami here because of Orphelia down in North Carolina. It was just a nonstop rain of wind here. So I drove up, and I had some stuff to do with Cambridge. Um, uh, Massachusetts, right across the Charles River from Boston. And then, you know, I saw some friends and all that. And then on Saturday, I went down to Foxborough where the Patriots play to see the Billy Joel Stevie Nicks concert. All right. So I'm a big fan of both Joel and Stevie. And I've known Billy Joel since I'm 14 years old. We look a little bit different now than we did when we met when we were 14 in our Levittown neighborhood, um, and it was really good to see him. I, it really was. Now, he had a hip replacement, and uh, you know, but he's really looking good now. And we had a few laughs backstage, and uh, some of his band members went to the same high school I went to. We had a lot in common. But the most important thing I can tell you is that in their mid-'70s, both Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks are fantastic performers. I mean, it's incredible how good they both are. And I have to give props to the New England crowd. They sat there in that stadium, and it was pouring. Now, it was a big covered stage, okay? And me, I'm in a suite, so I'm not getting rained on. I, I felt guilty. I felt guilty. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm dry, and these poor people, they paid all this money to see them, and, and it was worth the ticket price. I mean, as I said, I mean, to see these vintage performers, and Beach Boys are the same way. I mean, you know, I think, what is love? Close to 80 now? I mean, and they're still popping it out. Um, but Joel himself, about an hour 45, he didn't miss a note. And, you know, I'm pretty... I've been on a lot of shows. I know when you're getting phoned in and when you're not. And both of them, and they did a duet of Tom Petty, uh, Stop Dragging My Heart Around. It was, I mean, it was really good. So anyway, it was very, and then I drove back to the island, Long Island, 
at two in the morning because they didn't want to face the traffic on Sunday and the rain that you would have to. So, but it was good. It was good. Everybody was nice and it was good to see everybody in New England. And uh, I'm surprised about how many Harvard students know me. I'm posing for pictures. I've done this. Aren't you guys studying? What do you do watching me? Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. Please consider witches and we will see you tomorrow.